Welcome back to Feed the Bear, a Mayor of Kingstown podcast. Brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Also, become a patron like Lady Pris, like Ian, like Bill, like Andy, like Heath, like me, like Derek, like so many people that get tons of exclusive podcasts no ads just like this show so support us d go to patreon.com slash dvr i want to give a shout out to everybody who is downloading the show looking at our numbers they're pretty good about even with last year not a bit not a big drop not a big gain so hopefully we've retained people and i did receive uh we've got a couple more people joining our facebook group from the podcast and uh well i, I don't remember it was on twitter some Maybe it was, oh, maybe it was um, Spotify. I think somebody gave us a review too. Uh, We got some reviews there too as well. So thank you for that. And I do want to give a shout out to our friend Mike. You can check out One Mike as in M-I-K-E on YouTube. He's been covering Mayor of Kingstown as well. So I'll put his link in the show notes just look down at your phone and you'll see that you can hit the link go over to youtube watch him he's awesome he's got some great stuff that he's talking about uh that he thinks is going on some theories and thoughts of course and hopefully we will have him on uh some point this season maybe after the nfl season is over we only have one more two more episodes of around the couch solo (laughs) hey hey everybody i we got two mics now so sorry one mic we got two so hopefully we can (laughs) yeah man it's uh football season's about to finish but mayor of kingstown season is in full throttle see solo sometimes people say a man who needs no introduction i just don't give you an introduction i just (laughs) say your name because you don't need an introduction of course you're here we're talking about mayor of kingstown season two episode four entitled the pool what an episode great episode directed by tasha smith written by taylor sheridan hugh dillon Evan Ball and Christian Donovan, a staff writer. IMDb is putting a lot more names on there. I think people getting that pro. And uh, <laughs> well, it's episodes. funny when you were naming uh, patrons. You're like Ian. I thought you were just naming the cast of uh, Mayor of Kingstown <laughs> for a second there. But then I heard Bill, and I'm like, oh, maybe Last of Us. Okay, uh, yep. you know, so maybe it's a maybe it's a mixture. Bill Skarsgård is a is a patron of uh, the podcast. Oh. Um, well, listen, Solo, you have Yo. some questions for me tonight, which I'm so excited. I love that format. But before yeah, we do I, that, oh, hold yeah, on. before we do <laughs> before we do that, Axel. I want to talk about episode lengths. This season, the episode lengths have been much shorter. And the last two episodes have been 37 and 39 minutes long. And I just wanted to mention it. I'm wondering if this is because they're doing more, you know, it's becoming popular now with the streaming services are actually syndicating their own shows onto TV, but other streaming services as well. And is mm. also a lot of um, like freebie, a lot of streaming services that have commercials. So I'm wondering if that's why they're doing it. But for me, I love the pacing of this episode. I thought this might have been the best episode of the season so far. It moved fast. I loved what happened. We got answers. I'm excited. Yeah, no, it was a very good episode. It, 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 you know, it's funny because. When you talk about the uh, episode lengths, I felt last episode and this episode, if it was one, like a, you know, a special hour and 15 minute episode or whatever, it would have been like, it it was very much a companion episode of last week. And I, you know, we understand why they do it, but it just, and again, when when you're watching week to week, we love this show, but like, you can kind of visualize that kind of stuff when you're watching kind of like with Mindhunter, it felt that way a couple episodes you know like that so this definitely felt like it could have been an extra long episode but hey i got no problem because you know because if they shorten it a week that's one week left uh less mm-hmm. 
of uh so i'm totally cool with that and it gives us a chance to digest now my uh quick thing did you, i've watched the episode twice okay and i don't know if it was happening we felt like it was out of sync the first half of the episode did you notice that by any chance like a few frames off hmm. sync you know what solo i don't think i did Okay. Um, I know it's hard for me to say whether the audio was maybe a little out of sync. I didn't see anything in the picture. That's what I meant. Okay. No, no, not the picture. Yeah, because I wear Bluetooth connected to my TV, and often it'll fall out of sync for a little bit and then fall back in. And I did notice that a little bit, especially in the scene with him and uh, Evelyn. Mm. But because I don't know if it's my sound bar, if because I have a, mm, a Bose sound yeah, bar, sometimes that, that could be it. But it but it happened twice, and I was just like, it felt like it was off. But I'm like, a show like this normally wouldn't. So I, I didn't know, like, if you were like, definitely, I because I know, I mean, you know, from editing, it's when you edit, you know, movies or TV and stuff throughout your life, especially when I used to edit film, and the whole thing, the fear was. Your final print better not be out of sync, or yeah. you know, like I, I, I pick up on those things, and sometimes I might be a little harsh where my wife Dude, doesn't pick it up. Yeah. But this one seemed a little bit, but it, it was. I mean, it may, it, it is what it, it may is. have been, and it's funny because that used to be one of my favorite things to do. And Mike and I, when we were making movies, we would sometimes do like a challenge to each other who could sync something the fastest. And I loved syncing sound and video, like just to the frame. I, I thought, I, I think it's really fun because when it clicks, you're just like, yes, like, you know, and then sometimes just like right. a little off, like that uncanny valley. But um, the thing is streaming again, if it was, they can just go fix it. Yeah. Well, speaking of fixing it, let's fix this episode. No, we're not fixing this episode, but <laughs> what, what you had mentioned before, like your old lost mythos days with Ahas, um, instead of going, we usually go, you know, before we've gone scene by scene, we've done character or storyline, but I felt this was the type of week to go questions and then discuss the episode that way. We've done that before with with Mayor of Kings. I think we did it once or twice last season. Uh, maybe we did it with Mindhunter once, but it just kind of felt that way because when I was taking notes, I was asking more questions. I'm like, my favorite person to to interview <laughs> about a show is you. So All I was right. like, let me ask Ax Axel question. So my first question, and it, it's a loaded one. <laughs> All, All right, right. So this Milo box thing. I mean, we last season, the whole remember that thing on his wall in a jail cell about mm-hmm. an auction. And we're like, what's going on? So first off, refresh my memory. <laughs> I so Mike last season went to look for a box for something in my head he found a box i thought but then the bus thing happened right and then there was all these dead bodies so <laughs> then they brought up you know then this uh this tweaker is digging up something and i'm like so i i was confused to start off the episode i'm like i thought we found a box but then nothing was but there's bare bones in this box and so Refresh my memory. What <laughs> what the hell happened, Axel? Okay, I'll just I'm gonna give a short of my understanding, right? The when he when it because it was uh Mitch that found it was it was Mitch that found the bus originally, right? And then it aren't was? I right about that? No, no. Okay, I thought that originally oh. Mitch went out before he died and found the bus. And that was like in the first episode, right? No. But then no. Mike found it again and he told the cops. And that turned into a big deal for the DA that he was talking about in this episode, who's holding up the order, well, kind of their whole plan with Evelyn. Right. Right. So then he's told him, though, that there's something else out there and he has to go get that. And that was what is eventually found. But Mike was unable to locate it. Okay. All right. 
the no the first with mitch and mike they went to get his 200 grand and then that guy stole it okay shot okay. mitch he didn't find the bus okay. the bus was later nice. in the season all right we're putting it together yeah yeah no it, i know it's it's without doing the crazy rewatch <laughs> it, it there's a lot like because i, I could have sworn mike found something but maybe i'm I know he went out there with a metal detector and I'm assuming he found, he found the bus and then they alerted the police and then they found all those dead bodies. So that's right. He did not find anything. You For some reason I, 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 what? Now that you say that to me, maybe he just left it there. I'm going to go rewatch. I've been thinking about, I did not have yeah. the opportunity to do a rewatch before we started the no. season. And I've been thinking about it and I think that I might do that. So maybe we'll okay. have a better, I'll have a better answer next week, but my kind of short end of it was that regardless of whether Mike didn't find it or he left it there cause he didn't want to deal with it. Right. We now know and I think it's good that we have an answer to this after all the weird mysteriousness, because right. we knew it was the bearer bonds. They, they talked about how much it could be, you know, millions of dollars. So now he's uh, now the guy who plays Horace, who finds it, who is actually skinny Pete from breaking bad. And Better that Call was Saul. skinny Pete. <laughs> yeah. I thought I recognized him. Yep. I'm like, cause at first I'm like, Oh, this guy. And then I'm like, why is he a tweaker? And I'm like, it didn't feel like that way when he was working. I'm like, I know, I know I've seen this guy. Oh my God. That's skinny Pete. <laughs> yep. Wow. So he finds oh, it and he says, even if we get one tenth of it, we're millionaires. So it's yeah. over $10 million. And I remember last season that Milo may either, I think Milo said that to him, that it's like millions of dollars or, you know, or Mike had mentioned it or something. So I like that we found it. Maybe we cannot go back to this field any longer. <laughs> okay. Yes, Mike, you better find yeah, it that, or it's going to be consequences. Sansa. That's what, yeah. Give for my, give for my bills. I think that it's good that we're moving on this, right? Because like this whole Milo thing, I just think the mystery worked for a certain period of time, but that's what made me, that was kind of the most exciting thing I felt with this episode that it started right out with it. And it's like, oh, finally we got the thing. And then, you know, he buries it and we obviously, he, we don't see it, but he went back and got it later. I thought that whole storyline was interesting. Of course, though, his buddy at the pawn shop fucks him and <laughs> sends him right okay. to Joseph. Which leads me, what leads me to another question. So the pawn shop guy, Axel. Do you think the guy, the pawn shop guy knew about the Barabons? Yeah. Like word was on the street. Yep. Definitely. Be, okay. So he was, so because, because it made it look, it made it look so simple. Yeah. Cause once he goes to see Joseph and he's getting tied up and skinny Pete's getting beat down, it, it felt like it wasn't just a coincidence, but he, he, cause he gave him, he tried to give this, skinny Pete, like, just get out of here, go to Paris, just, you know, but skinny Pete kept pushing and he's like, I want to know who's this guy. I, I need to know. Yeah. So do you think he would have told Milo that he has him, or the fact that he pushed, you know, I, I guess that's hard to uh, answer. I just was trying to figure that out. Like he probably would have let Milo know, I would think. Right. Well, it's an interesting um, thing because supposedly no one knows where Milo is or if he's alive or, but word of Joseph, the, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. obviously this guy's connected. So my guess and the way I read the scene is that he was trying to, he was saying to him, you don't want to have anything to do with this. <laughs> right. And he wasn't listening. And then I think no. at a certain point he had to think about himself. And he's like, if now this asshole is going to go and tell everybody, I have to tell him to go to Joseph. So, or my, you know, Milo's people. Mm -hmm. So I don't get called out later that I knew about this, you know? So, right. And, and, and then of course, uh, Stevie calls Mike cause his skinny Pete's girlfriend decides to go to the cops, drops it off. And luckily Stevie, uh, was there called Mike and then. So when, when Mike 
when he, when Stevie's like, you got to see these, you got to see this, just get over here. Like, it didn't seem like, I know Mike knew what they were and who they belonged to, but I, I just don't feel like he found the box and put it back, the money back. I just, for some reason, that's not what I remember, but so I apologize for the listeners where uh, we're, we're a little confused. Send us an email. <laughs> remind us. Send I'm, us an email. Let us please remind episodes. us. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think by the yeah. time we talk again, I'll have watched. I'll have done. But it seems like to me, Axel, and you know, we'll get into this as I give you more questions, but right now, I guess Ian and Stevie, Stevie the most are seem like the only two people on Mike's side right now mm-hmm. that he can trust that still give him a heads up and whatnot. Because as we go through the episode and we talked about it last week, everyone's got their own agenda and they and, and they're and they're not dealing him in with a lot of things. So but I want to hit this first. I see Iris on the screen. And I say, Iris has no plan. And I'm thinking, do we give her too much credit? <laughs> All these, we've been so confused, not confused, but wondering what her plan is. You know, with Mike, then she can get away and doesn't get away and goes back and gets a chip implanted. She meets a guy at a bar. His name's Michael. I'll just call me Mike. And she gives that look. <laughs> that was yep. priceless. And, you know, she's getting some trouble from, from the other girls and her money and pills are stolen and Hyena she's, talk. You know, she, yeah, she's having a drink. She's looking like, what the hell, what's going on? This Iris thing, is it okay? And, and you know, I love the show. I love the writing. I love <laughs> everything, but is, and I'm going to, I'm going to take a page from bald move. Is the writing clunky with her character or are they setting something big up or are they just don't know what to do with her? What, what, what are some of your Axel Foley thoughts about this? Because I'm struggling with Iris. I feel like it's hmm. a roller coaster and it just, I think it's her story's going one way, then it's going this other way. And I'm like, why is she doing this? Why? I, I just, after what she went through, uh, in that house being drugged and, you know, being raped, I, 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 you know, I can understand why she's confused and whatnot, but you know, she comes from a damaged life and I guess she, you know, if she's not going to go away with Mike, she, she doesn't want witness protection, but she gets thrown back into the life. She's scared of Milo. We came up a few weeks ago. Maybe she's there to kill Milo, but I, I'm not feeling that. Like, I don't think she's planning that that could happen and a spur of, I don't know if she has the strength to do that because of the hold he has on her. And so Axel, help me out here. What the hell is going on with our girl, Iris? <laughs> yeah, I have to say, and yeah, we were kind of talking about this a bit last week. And I was saying that I, I did this. We got, we got moving along with the money portion of the Milo. But the iris portion, I think, is still in kind of molasses. Now, last season, it was a little molasses-y, too. And then it turned into the Mike killing everybody at the Nazi house, you know? Yeah, there was a reason for the molasses. That's what I'm betting on here. Yeah, because you have the the dynamic of, is she there to pull one over on Mike? Or does she really like him and she wants to change and... And, and, and him cooking for her and all that, but then she couldn't be alone in the cabin. And we saw that. So, but this season just feels that she's doing it to herself. Is she doing it to harm herself? Does she feel she has no, there's no, she doesn't deserve anything good. Is she that damaged right now, Axel? I mean, I do think so. That, that, that is where I, I have gone back and forth about the long con, the short con, what Milo has to do with it. I mean, plain and simple, she was brought into the show to seduce Mike so then Milo could control him in some way, right? Mm -hmm. Milo seems to think at this point that it didn't work and just has put her back into the rotation. Does she? Is that, that a long con is, I mean, I don't 
see why why wouldn't she just be hanging out like mike doesn't know where she is right so i just think that it is we're just gonna have to trust the process here buddy that's all i can say because yeah the stuff at the actual club slash house she lives in is straight like she keeps on having the problems with with the other women and they get real philosophical. (laughs) Like it's just, it, I don't really feel like it's working, but I'm just going to keep on watching those parts because they're not too long and that's something I can appreciate it. They're moving it along. And maybe the fact that we kind of end with her talking to a guy and he's Mike is bringing us back to Mike because like you said, he doesn't have too many allies right now. Right. And his back is up against a wall. And at some point, perhaps she can come in and help him, which is what I think would be the proper kind of writing circle here, right? Like she could mm-hmm. somehow, maybe the end of the season, she shoots Milo when he's about to shoot Mike or so, you know, I mean, she's there for a reason. So I'm just kind of trusting in that. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's just frustrated me a lot because I like the actress. I like, I, I do like her character. I just feel like it, 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 it's like you said in molasses yeah. and I, Not you know, it, it, it's yeah, just it's, it's, it, 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 it's a lot that has happened. And I really think season Terrible, one yeah. put it on a amazing trajectory. And then, even at the beginning with the dreamlike sequence or end, end of the series type sequence on the boat, but then her not wanting to go away and be protected. If Mike's not going to be, it's just, and then going back to Milo, it just, ah, I don't know. It just feels like it was all wasted. Um, but okay. Well, I think that's a podcast executive decision. Let's okay. I've t- <laughs> we've talked about it enough. Let's see where it goes. Um, okay. All right. Coming up. Yes, sir. Next on the podcast, our boy Bunny. Yeah. He's bruised and battered. Oh, if you really want to. Unrecognizable I mean, to himself. To himself. Exactly. He wants out. Uh, lots going on with, uh, you know, Mike losing control and. Um, man, so I have a big question for you, but my, my first, my first question is, so do you, do you understand the time frame? I know they were brought the four generals in and they had to clean house, get mm-hmm. leadership, and then they were going to pull them out. It, it almost feels like, I guess when you, when the, the episodes are moving so fast, I feel like bunny, you've been there two days, dude, relax. It was going to take longer than that. But has it been a couple of weeks you think, or do you, oh, you kind of get a sense at what it is? Cause I'm having trouble the passage of time. Okay. I, I, there I, was I, one I, thing where Miriam tells the boys that she's talking to that it's last month was the riot. So it can't have been too long since Bunny was put into that cage, right? The tents, tent city. Yeah. So I would suppose that it's been three to five days. Yeah. I think that's a proper assessment. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, wow. Uh, I had, I envisioned when they were going into it, it was going to take a few weeks. (laughs) <laughs> to be honest, I thought it so, was going to be quicker. And I think Mike thought it was going to be quicker and bunny too, that yeah. they were going to have to be there like a weekend. You know what I'm right. saying? And then they'd be, out. I mean, look, Mike, fuck this up. Evelyn told him that they could get stuck in there. He knew this could happen. I mean, he put people in prison and now they're being distributed out and swallowed into the system. And I like the way that they showed us that tour and it, 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 it fills out the world that it becomes about the system. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, man, I'm glad that we're getting these bunny scenes too, because Toby Bam Tifa bunny, I love having him on the screen. So the more we get of him, great. the better. And this he episode, he 
brought it, man, because I really felt like I was like, shit, get him out of there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Dude, I was feeling, and that's one thing, actually, one reason why I love this episode. I felt the tension. I feel like I'm getting up with Mike McCluskey and, and well, with my real life, I feel like I'm Mike McCluskey right now <laughs> dealing with so much shit, but I, so I feel like I know what he's going through with stress and different things. Solo McCluskey, and baby. Solo McCluskey. But I, I, I felt the tension big time. Yeah. I was scared for him. I mean, he's talking about that they could attack him. They're, that his number, because if this goes really sideways, it's getting close. Someone's going to retaliate. And, and I have a theory. Oh. On, I think what's going to happen. But oh. I'm going to wait because I have a question for oh. you. I have two questions. Yeah. I have a bunch of questions for you. Okay. Do you, does Mike get bunny out in time? I mean, we know they moved. They, the fricking warden didn't help Mike as he went to see him bright and early. Uh, to, they moved everybody, hmm. which we talked about. We were very afraid of that happening. So screwing up this plan. Are you asking me is bunny's patience run out? No, no. Does do you think Mike gets Bunny out? Um, no. I I think I I mean at some point I hope I hope he doesn't die. I mean it's quite possible that just like the Aryan guy said to him, right now he's getting threatened from within like that. That oh, somebody could have seen you what you did, you know, which is, he's like, mm -hmm. what the fuck are you talking about? Motherfucker? We all did it. Time. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you were a part of it. So it just shows how everything is kind of collapsing into itself. And, um, I, I mean, I don't know. I hope he does, but it might be too late now that they're out into a different facility, uh, you know, and who knows what, if, if they're go, if they go into that new facility, right then I think yeah. the reason we saw that tour was to illustrate to us that they don't follow the rules of the McCluskey clan. They're an industry. They're a company, right? Running a business, which includes prisoners. So I don't think they care about Mike. Yeah. The riot screwed all this up. Yeah. And the ways of the old, when Mitch was running things and then when Mike took over, Mitch. it's, it's changing. Mitchell. Um, Good old Mitch. Help me, Mitch. Oh. <laughs> no tears, okay. though, I noticed on the close-up. Not a lot of tears in the eyes. Would have yeah, liked to see well. some tears. That's like my wife, whenever watching reality shows, she's like, no tears. They're not really crying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Bonnie. Oh, man. I feel from, I'm feeling the tension. Get me out of here, Mike. great this episode, man. And which leads to the, I think it's, this is the most important question of the, sh of the, sh of the, the show. Do you really think Carney gets hot pussy every night? <laughs> um, is that the one thing I didn't, did the you believe answer that? To that based on his level of frustration and uh, quick to, quickness to anger? I'm going to say no solo. Yeah. Warm bed, cold beer and HP. <laughs> I'm like, come on, dude. You seriously? I think we last episode we were talking about maybe he's a part of some conspiracy. I think he's just a prick, right? He's just not. And I think, but I think it it illustrates again how how like tenuous Mike's hold on things and Mitch it always was. And you you yeah. just have these guys thinking they can do whatever, you know, how long it takes him to give them the phone and all. You know what I'm saying? It's like last season, it was running like clockwork, wasn't it? He was like, you do this, guards right. do this, right? Yep. And like I mentioned last week, Mike had his boy in charge and him dying screwed everything up and the warden getting. Um, yeah, I think Carney, he's the guy. But like he's got no pull, he's just doing his job, and he don't care. He as much as he 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 fears Mike a little bit, tiny. That's why he does eventually give him Bunny the phone a couple times and whatnot. Right. But he's not like even Mike said. If anything happens to him, it's on you. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. And who knows where he's going? 
I think he, I think yeah. he like Iris is a long-term thing. We're going to see what his character, what else we have in store for his character. But my guess would be he doesn't make it through the season. Oh, Carney. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. Um, so well, I kind of like, okay, so we kind of mentioned this, but with all the inmates moved now, um, do you think if Mike asked the warden, like, remember, cause he's just like, get it done. He goes, are you asking me or are you telling me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you, you know, use your power. I, do you, do, I mean, I think he's past the point because he did what he did to, you know, what he went through. He was naked in a closet all messed up and he wants revenge and he doesn't give a shit about anybody, the inmates. He has a plan. Do you think he would have ever, if Mike asked him nicely, do you really, do you think he would have <laughs> helped them? Probably not. Right. He didn't, he didn't Jack Nicholson him stand there in your faggoty white uniform and ask me nicely. Oh my God. Hey, by the way, you good men. You know that, um, the guy playing Carney was in Prison Break. Did we talk about this already? Yeah, uh, yeah, I brought it up. Yeah, you did. He was a guy from prison. Remember, break. he went to prison. And he went to prison. Yeah, for three years. I like that. Um, the answer to that question is that's a good one, Solo, because you know, is Mike's approach is it is it what he's asking people to do? Or is it his approach or is it just that things are changing? And I think it's kind of all three. And I think just like Evelyn, the the power doesn't reside in them. So the warden can't do the things that Mike wants him to do. But Mike's yelling at him about it because he doesn't recognize the relationship. But if he was able to approach them and say, hey, what's how can we work together? We got into this. Like, how can we work together to make it work. The guy is telling him he's just not listening. He thinks he can just keep pushing. And I think that the lesson is, is that, that, that doesn't really work out. He can't, you know, he can't run in and murder everyone like he did at the Nazi house. He has to work with these people. And also they don't have to work with him. He's just supposed to be some liaison because that's another thing that's missing from this season because everything is moving so rapidly we're going into the office and we're seeing the office full of people. Right. But Mm -hmm. we're not seeing Mike deal with other cases. We're not seeing him do that job. So whether that is just because they only want the show to be 39 minutes or it's because it's supposed to be communicating to us that he's not doing that job anyway. Long and the short of it, I still think Mike should run off and go be a chef in Alaska. McCluskey's I I don't know what I'm trying to say. I was trying to put Jacques Cousteau fish and, and McCluskey. Yeah, fish and chips. They were just called fish and chips. Um, right. And so... <laughs> And I got confused. This is hilarious, though. Kyle has has become our new location manager slash <laughs> commenter blogger because he's like, man, it looks like the old office. And I was thinking, that's right. It is a new office, isn't it? Yeah, he told her, right? He told her to go out and get a new like, office. Totally so he shows up to the, the, the police station under construction, the I office. Know, dude, it's weird. Where is he even waking up? We keep seeing him wake. Is he at the office? Because we, we haven't seen the cabin. <laughs> yeah. The cabin we just disappeared. Him. What was he when, when Mike's like, this is my morning. Good fucking morning to me. Um, was he, was he at the office doing that? I don't know. He was in a hotel. There was a bed there, but the walls were the same as the office. So I think he's living at the office. That's right. He sent Rebecca to get a new office. That's right. I, I, for some reason, I, I I thought they were trying to shoot it. Like it was the same office. I could have, you know, that's, what's kind of funny that they, I think that that's the trap you fall into, right? Solo. When you're writing stuff like this is, if you 
spend too much time with that kind of exposition you can kind of write yourself in a corner because you're yeah. you're you're bringing attention to something that most people probably aren't even noticing or caring about and i think that's that's maybe why he said it looks like the other office because i kind of felt like yeah why did you even need to change <laughs> like yeah who cares? well his brother did get murdered i know but it looks like the same place like it does, it does. the waiting room definitely is seemed the same i think it is i think that's the joke too right like it probably is the so. same set so yeah well <laughs> i just thought that was funny um before we get to Kyle, because I have some theories with oh, Kyle, ooh, Kyle. Um, let's 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 just uh, put a bow on the the scene with Evelyn. Um, you know, again, we get the she's just in a shit storm. The district attorney is using this arrest for his own campaign, his not fame, but you know, getting getting out in front of it like he had something to do with it. Uh, you know, and Evelyn doesn't really, she's so involved in so much going on above her pay grade that she's like, Mike, you know, I, I don't have the bandwidth to handle this and, and you and your associates. And I, you know, and, and at first, I, first watch, I was like, man, she's screwing him over. But then I realized like, I, she's not really screwing him over because her hands are tied. And they're going to sign the release. But I almost feel like she's kind of screwing them over indirectly. Maybe that's why she's still single. Um, what, what are some of your thoughts on that? Because at first I'm like, she's screwing them over and she doesn't care about Mike. But she's got more shit to worry because she may lose her job because of the shit storm and everything. I just, I just feel like I didn't think she would turn on Mike like some of the others have. Yeah, I don't think she did though. I think that's the. I th I no, just, you're right. You know, I just think Mike is bad at his job. <laughs> like he's yeah. like he. This whole thing is fucked up, and they should have this whole idea to incarcerate them to get them to figure it out. So then it it's worked out on the inside and the outside. It sounds like a good idea, but you're putting people into the system who also like all have records and should be in jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. so I think that it's not like you're like, you know, sending a FBI per undercover or something. They're actually criminals. So I think that it, that scene with her as well as with the warden with Kareem, it's the same thing, right? Like they're telling him the same thing and he's not listening. And what, what, he can do or what level he can rise to next i'm not sure because even like like as one line to kareem was interesting he's like i don't get anything out of this <laughs> you know and, and and it's true though I, I believe he does care about bunny and wants to save him but it's like why are you even doing this i know you're trying to make the town better and and, and, but I'm like, I'm thinking of like Miriam's, you know, her husband, you know, their father getting shot in a drive by her getting mugged, all this stuff. It's like, man, can't you, can't you try to leave <laughs> this horrible? It just sounds like a place you just don't want to live in. But then of course we wouldn't have a show. Uh, Kyle did try to leave, but kept his home. <laughs> yeah, stuff. Didn't let his wife leave though. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and he, did you did you catch the? I'm sure you did, but do you catch the line how like Evelyn kind of dropped like your SWAT guy is going to be in some trouble, yep. Robert? Yeah, right. Yeah, they keep mentioning. I just found that interesting. I feel like if there is retribution for this on the outside, that he might get taken out first. Yeah, that's been our kind of our theory. Yeah that we think he would be the trophy. Uh, cause it would definitely with the amount of people he's killed. I still feel that way. The, Even though bunny, I mean, when you talk about the conversations that he was having with Mike, he was threatening Mike and it made me think about the mugging, um, of Miriam. Is that foreshadowing? Could they go oh, after Miriam? Do they remember? There's that kid that's in her class. Yeah 
who said, I know who you are. I know who your son is. Right. Could he be associated with Bunny and his crew? That's very possible. You know, could they go after her? I mean, imagine if this show could go off the rails and you could have Bunny versus Mike. You know, also, it makes it has Kyle, too, because Kyle's obviously unstable. Well, that's my kind of theory. I think Kyle may. I think he's that could be like, you know, they go to the house. They think it's because it's interesting how Mike doesn't really have a home. He has his cabin, but he's Good point, not bro. been there. Yep. Good point. Or does Kyle's wife get, you know, in the cross, oh, you know, pregnant shit. wife? That Damn. could, and that would send Kyle off the deep end. Ooh, uh, Kyle, str- Kyle struggling. He was at Mitch's grave, drinking, crying. Oh, wait. So um, I just thought of something. Yeah. Speaking about foreshadowing. What happened with Kyle? He killed those parents and they had the ba- who killed his partner and they had the baby in the back, right? Right. Could his wife get shot but the baby lives? Possibly. And then they have different strokes with the two kids. Interesting. Yeah, that's possible cuz <laughs> I think terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking terrible. Well, I'm thinking like uh <laughs> they didn't want to pay uh, Rebecca today so she just left a post-it note i know i was thinking is that is that this show i don't know man sometimes this season that kind of stuff like what was that about is that does that show that she doesn't care like mike doesn't care is is does that say something about her character but she's always been there yeah and staying late and then she has a full house losing everybody a post-it note like, you know, maybe she's just like, maybe she went on a job interview, <laughs> mm. you know, she's thinking about, but Kyle, it makes sense. Kyle to help out. Now I know Mike doesn't want Kyle involved in that, but he might not have any choice, but Hey, at one point, that, Kyle was a functioning police officer. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just right. kind of descending in the last couple episodes, but or the last episode or two, but I mean, he could. That I that part I don't quite. I mean, I understand he doesn't want to let him into the. You know, they always he didn't want to be in the family business, right? Like that, and he resisted it. I think you know, there's obviously Mitch's death being connected to it. Mm-hmm. Things that happened last season, his wife wanting to get away from it all, now quickly coming back. Mike is like trying to protect him. It's his little brother. Um, but you'd think at least he'd come up with something better to do with them. You know what I mean? Like recognize his state and be like, you know, come right. up with some bullshit for him to do, you know? Well, you know, and, and, and the thing is where I think Kyle could run like the, the storybook ending or for the season or whatever would be him helping out and him becoming feeling useful and helping out everyone there and making some money, right? That would be, but it's Kingstown. That can't go that way. He preaches how he needs a job. He needs money. I just feel like he might end up plotting something or doing something stupid, possibly. Right, or listening I to mean, someone I, else. Right. I, I mean, he's at his last stroke because, I mean, he breaks down. And he just feels like he's effing up his life. Yeah. And he's trying, but it's just not. And so I, I, I fear for what could happen with Kyle. Um, Me too. I mean, would they kill another McCluskey? It's possible. Hey, she Miriam's speech to the uh, incarcerated youth started off by her saying, my husband was killed in a drive-by. My son was killed in a rob." right? like recounting this. So I think that this is, you know, this is a tragedy. I don't think we're watching a, uh, I don't think everybody's going to ride off into the sunset happy at the ender of mayor of Kingstown, baby. Yeah. Are you, are you getting sick of Miriam trying to save the world? Uh, no, I like Miriam. I, I kind of respect her and, uh, you know, she does her thing and, and, and she's helping people. But I think she's 
gonna, you know, I mean, you, you, you expose yourself to this life yeah. and you're in it with your whole family. It, it affects you. So, I mean, I would, I, I, I think the best possible outcome for all of these people is to get away from each other and this place, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and I, and I really feel like they missed the boat with a storyline with Iris and Miriam. Yes, I agree. It could still happen though. That may have been, it could, it could, yeah. it could, it could have been a foreshadow yep. of, yep. cause I just feel like, like, cause Miriam, I mean, she, unfortunately, I, I, you know, she might be able to save a person here and there, but unfortunately after the riots, especially, I, I think it's a point of no return. It's too bad. Cause she does have great s- stories and she's been through yeah, a lot and she yeah. could really help people, but it's being wasted and I, I, she's not ready to give up just yet, no. but I feel like if she could save Iris, that for me would make it worth it. If she could like, you know, cause, and, and we got a small little taste, but then Iris is gone. Wait, what? She's gone. I was like, ah, I was waiting for that big emotional scene where she, you know, and you know, maybe, maybe they thought of it. Maybe it's just not in the cards or maybe it is later. I, I, I don't know. I, I hope there's a chance for that. I really would like to see her like kind of get into Iris's mind and they could really have some emotional scenes and some really great stuff to play with. Um, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see because we decided to just wait on the Iris storyline. So speaking of um, Miriam, I just wanted yeah. to mention quickly, there was that nice line when she was like, I was very tough on my middle son after and that's Mikey. Talk, yeah so i thought that that she there's some more growth there internally and it seems like she wants to before when we saw her with the women she was her approach was the whole world this time her approach is herself right right i think that make it more personal yeah i think that shows something but also that's exposing herself and making herself vulnerable and i'm starting to like this i not like but i'm starting to think this idea of that kid being associated or being challenged or like he has the knife and she's like no don't you don't have to do that you know what i mean like there's some kind right. of like he reaches she reaches him or i think they could be setting something like that up i kind of got a little confused when ian's talking to her when she was about to go talk to the to the the juveniles did she, did he say that the guy, the kid, she let go, got a gun and now he's incarcerated yeah. for yep. trying to use a gun. Right. Yep. Okay. We had talked about that could be like, this kid's not going to be saved. He's going to yep. probably go out and do something worse. And sure enough. And she still wants to talk with them, but you know, unfortunately, uh, doesn't it seem like, um, they like Hugh Dillon loves doing those scenes with her. Like he seems so happy. Oh yeah. Like no, just, he's, he's like, Oh, this she's they're really, amazing. They're really and good. Like it, it's almost like you got Hugh Dillon and a chance to work with Diane, we Diane Weist. Yeah. And it's like, you just freaking, yeah. It, but there's the, it's great because it's almost like the son she didn't have, even though she got plenty, but he's like the mom. She, you know, it's, there's that dynamic there. And, and yeah, the, those scenes are so well done. Uh, the two of them, I just, I love it. Cause as an actor, you just, you see that chemistry and I'm glad you brought that up because I, I felt that way. I was like, I love these scenes with them because she, she likes will say things to him and he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you know, he resisted an arrest, you know? Uh, and then he's like, did you hear that? And she's like, yeah, you know, it's just like, it's really, it's, it's, it's pretty special. Uh, I do like those scenes. Uh, that's the thing about this show. It's gritty. It's, you know, it's some stuff is tough to take. It goes on the sons of anarchy a little bit, but then it brings back to reality and it, but you have these, you have a lot of nice moments in this depressing <laughs> ensemble of, of, of city and, and people, but they're, I mean, the acting is just fantastic in this show. And that, you know, the, to get, to be able to get little personal moments like that with all the shit that's going on, that's, 
you know, um, hasn't been as good as season one, but I still look forward to it every week and it's still a great show. Um, they just, it just seemed like there was the, you know, they, they, I think there's some great shit to come though. I, agree. I think they had to take a step back and reestablish what's going on in the prisons and the outside community. I mean, cause people were getting killed like crazy. So it was like, Oh my God, the aftermath. Now these last two episodes, they really are starting to set up, say the second act of the season. I agree. And, and, and that's what gets me excited. But I mean, I mean, this show is just, I love this show and it's one of my favorites. And, uh, I enjoy watching these characters. I just, I just, I just hope Mike gets a massage or some sort of break. Cause <laughs> He's, 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 he's a stress case. Go man. feed the bear, man. Go back to the cabin. He chill. needs the cabin. You know, he needs the some, cabin. Yeah, Make a German pancake. Off, right. I mean, what a great, I mean, when he would drive and there's no cell service and then he'd drive back and then he gets all these messages. I miss it. I, 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 I miss do that. miss that. You yeah. know, and I, I don't, I, we're, I love the the frantic pace, but I do kind of miss that because I also it brought I feel like it brought us closer to Mike those moments and he is mm-hmm. the main character and now he is just running around like a crazy person all the time. Um not that he wasn't always kind of doing that, but we don't No, but we had more breaks. Yeah, we had more breaks definitely. And hopefully we, we had will more, get that. Yeah. We, you know, it goes up and down. But if it doesn't, it's going to keep going, and it's very propulsive. And this episode was awesome, and it was really cool to see uh, Skinny Pete and the whole scene with him getting his finger. You see at the end in the pool, oh, that the pool. pool. See, see, it's stuff like that that makes me love this. That pool scene was great. Oh, it was so authentic. The kids, the guy showing up, parking his car, weird, jumping out. He's late. It was yeah. the, the whole thing was awesome, and you're just like, why are we seeing this pool? Like I was thinking. Is the drive by? Yeah, exactly. Shoot. Are all these kids going to die? That's what the, I thought was coming. Yeah, but this is going to be a thing, right? Like just like the murders at the house. Like think, you know, it's it's further going to deteriorate um, the relationship between the public and the police, and you know what I'm saying. So I think that's going to play into the DA stuff that's happening. The stuff with Evelyn, it's not mm-hmm. getting better. Um, and I, I think next episode, I kind of feel like they have been, these are pods, like the first two episodes, these two ep- directors too. these two, maybe the next two episodes, ne- like it builds like that. Cause you're right. Yeah. These really were one episode three and yeah. four. Yeah. If it was on FX, it'd be one. episode. <laughs> yep. You know, and, 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 but you know, that's the thing is this also too, as, as the show goes on you're going to be able to watch it all at once and it's really gonna flow and, and you get everything cause you can keep going. Um, but you know, as much as I love binging shows, there's certain shows I like week to week. And right now, last of us and this show, mm-hmm. I like the week to week. Yeah. Like as much as I would love to, cause like I'll binge my Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, <laughs> whatever. And I love it, but like, but, but it's done. You know, it was better when we'd never had that before, or I'd wait for the DVDs to come out and then I would binge 24 like that way. And that was so much fun. Um, so I'm, you know, it's trying to find the dynamic, uh, one show I will mention since we're in the Taylor Sheridan universe before we go is I, we, I watched the first, I think four or five episodes of 1923. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many shows have we watched? 1888. I know. Uh, 1899, 1923. Um, at first I will, I wasn't sure, but the show got really good in the last couple episodes. Then I was like, wait a minute. It's not coming back to February 5th, which it came back this past Sunday. But I, 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 and Isabella May is doing the voiceover for it. So at least she, uh, even though her character's gone, uh, it's nice to hear her voice. But but I, I'm really enjoying that, actually. Yeah, I haven't checked it so. out yet. I was going to wait until it was all there. All done. Yeah, no, I highly recommend it. It, 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 it. Yeah, flows. It together. takes a little time, uh, but you know it's Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren, and, and I, I don't know the actor's name that plays one of the sons. He's fantastic. Okay. He's like 
cool to follow and uh it's just it's 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 and our, my bo- our boy braun from game of thrones is in it and he's great so nice um uh nice baby. so yeah all I think right that's well, all hey, i got solo Axel. i actually have Yo. one question for you before we go okay okay mm-hmm. because we know that joseph obviously chopped off all of Horace skinny Pete's fingers and cause he didn't want him to tell him where his wife was. Right. They he mm-hmm. figured they're going to hurt my wife, but what they're after is in the hands of the cops and maybe soon Mike, what's going to happen. Do you think Mike's going to trade this money for Iris? Is he going to take oh, it himself? Is he going to distribute it to Bunny for being in jail? Is he going to, what do you think is going to happen to Milo's money? Well, I think, I think they're going to use it to possibly flush Milo out is what I think the plan Mm. would be. And I could see a la Beverly Hills cop Two, where they kept exchanging the, (laughs) the money. (laughs) <laughs> for different, yeah. different scenes, but I, I mean, I could see as a compensation for bunny. I like that maybe, or it's a way to rectify, but I, I mean, if they know how to move them, I mean, the, the so what's going to happen with the money. I think the money will wind up in somebody else's hands. I'm not sure who I like the bunny idea and bunny takes off. Um, or are they setting up Iris, Mike, boat, bear bonds mm. is that are they setting that up possibly mm. okay all right and i got one quick question for you right back at you i like it skinny pete's girlfriend they told her to go home which is bad advice is she <laughs> does she get killed there or do they uh is she gonna die? Are we gonna find out she was murdered? I yeah. What's gonna happen with her? I feel like another random body dump, and it's her. And maybe we just hear about it, you know? Right. Or she's missing. Yeah. Or we don't hear nothing. Exactly. <laughs> and we just assume she's gone. She gone. Best All thing right. for her to do would be to to leave town because you know uh, a lot of people have plans solo. Until they get punched in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. See, you hosted, so I I had the little quote at the end. Yeah, I like that. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. It was a fun time. Remember, check us out at dvrpodcast.com. And if you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash dvr. And become a patron for a couple bucks a month. You can get all the exclusive content known to man uh, as we do special pods. We've got to do our catch-up TV pod soon and movies because I saw Banshees of Inner Sharon. Nice. Have you, have you watched it yet? No, I haven't. Interesting. Okay. That's all I'll say. Right. I'll leave that. I'll leave that as it may. Right. A little shocked it's the the best picture favorite but i'd like to talk to you about it with you sometime axel right, if you'll well, have me my wife and i on saturday night watched shotgun wedding with jennifer lopez and it was not interesting so <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> terrible but it was fun you know whatever dumb movie though yeah all right the, the bench yeah anyway uh, I'll check that out though. I mean, I I'm as an Irish. It's worth myself, a watch. You know, I it's like worth that. a watch. The acting's really good, but I love the, the I can't remember her name. The female actress in it, I think, is fantastic. Colin Farrell is really good, but the movie itself, I have questions about. Okay. Well, what a career Colin Farrell is really, man. For a while there, wasn't sure he was making some weird choice, but man, he just. He goes for the art. I really respect it. Yeah, that's from the yeah, same director does. who did The Lobster. And so, I, oh, no, it's not. This is the same director. In Bruges? Not, in Bruges? No, this is in Bruges, right. This is, what's his I name? I love it. McDonald or something. Martin McDonald? Yeah. Uh, McDonough? Had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. I love In Bruges. I think In Bruges is 
80 times better than this film, but it's interesting. But yet, I don't want to say anymore. All right, I'll, well, I, I need to talk to about it. Solo. I'll get to it. Yeah. All right. Get, 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 get your ass to it there. You know, just watch your six, bro. <laughs> <laughs>